impossible has happened. Now he takes off the shirt. He's running down the middle by the 50. He's at the 30. He's bare-chested and banging his chest. Now he runs the opposite way. He runs at the 50. He runs at the 40. The guy is drunk, but there he goes. The 20. They're chasing him. They're not going to get him. Waving his arms, bare-chested. Somebody stop Look that out. man. Here comes the blue coat. Oh, they got him. They're coming the from the left. Oh, and they tackle him at the 40-yard line. And now for our feature presentation. Balls Deep with Devin and What's up, guys? Welcome to Balls Deep Week 8 Pick'em! Alrighty. So, last week, <laughs> so let's recap it real quick. Last week, your boy, 5-0, and 5-0. Something that uh, Jovan says after every episode, I'm going 5-0 and this week. The boy actually went 5-0 and this week. So that brings my season record to 22-12. and 12. Um, I'm going to say Jovan, right now, I'm going 5-0 this week. Jovan, jo- that boy Jovan, he, he went 2-3. and three. Don't, don't look as good as 5-0, and right? Oh, he, had, he, he went 2-3, and three, bringing his record to 16-19. and 19. You got you to gotta believe in yourself every week. I'm going 5 and 0 every week. Yeah, All righty. Well, uh, <laughs> with with that being said, we're gonna jump back to week eight, and we're gonna talk about some three key matchups. Then we're gonna jump into uh, you know our locks, wh- who we think you know is a definite win this week, and um, our upset of the week. We'll finish with the upset. Um, so our first key matchup of, of this week is the Saints versus the Bears. Um, the Bears. Um, so the Saints sit at four and two, um, and the Bears sit at five and two. So currently, you know, the Saints are four and a half point favorite. Who do you have winning this matchup? Um, I got the Saints. Um, I feel like Chicago, um, Chicago still scares me, uh, offensively, mostly. Um, it doesn't seem like they can really get their run game going at all. Uh, Nick Foles has even come out and said that uh, sometimes, you know, Nagy calls plays and he knows they're not going to work. Um, so that just that already for me is alarming. They've done well. Um, not to say they haven't. Um, I mean, they're, I, they're five and two. Yeah, they're five and two. Um, so they're not a bad team. Um, but I definitely think the coaching separates them. I think the Saints have struggled. And to say they've struggled this year is kind of odd because they're four and two. Um, but, you know, they're getting Michael Thomas or more, li- more than likely getting Michael Thomas back this week, finally, um, who obviously was suspended and then had a hamstring injury. Uh, but he was at he's has been practicing this week. So that's looking good. Um, so and, and, they might, and they might get Emmanuel Sanders back who was on COVID. Yeah. So um, I got the Saints winning this week. Um, I'm going to agree with you. 100 percent. I'm going with the Saints. Main reason why. The Bears scared me as well, offensively. <laughs> um, and it's not more of the running game. It's just they haven't really been able to solve the quarterback issue. And I'm not blaming just their quarterbacks. Trubisky, 
I do blame him though, because Trubisky's just Trubisky. Um, but Foles has shown flashes of you know doing well. Like his connection with Allen Robinson, it looks good. And fantasy wise, your boy is happy. I got Allen Robinson. So um, also, Allen Robinson's in concussion protocol currently. We don't know if he's gonna play. Uh, so that just even gives me even more questions about the offense. And like you said, Saints are getting their weapons back. Yes, they're four and two, but and they haven't. They've been very quiet. But it's mainly yeah. because they just have a, a lot going on in that franchise. Um, with injuries and things like that. So, I'm going with the Saints. They did, um, you know, pull out a victory last week against the, the Saints, three-point game. Not the Saints, uh, the Panthers. Um, it was a three-point game. <laughs> so, uh, I give them uh, the victory this week. But I expect a close game, especially with the way the Bears' defense is playing. Yeah. Um, so I, I, I just think uh, if the Bears want any chance in this game, they – they, they have to their offensive play calling uh, can't it can't be as predictable you know it, it watching them uh, you can see that their offensive play call is very very predictable um so if they want any chance at winning this game um they're gonna have to switch that up a little bit I agree I agree so then uh shifting over to our second key matchup of the week is probably the most exciting uh, matchup of the week is um Steelers versus the Ravens the rivalry, you know, has so much history. Every game they play it seems to be a big game. But both franchises at the moment seem revitalized. I mean, um, the Steelers remain the only undefeated team in the league at 6-0. And the Ravens are not too far behind with 5-1. and 5-1. Uh, so, winner basically takes number one to the number one spot in the division. So, um, I'll start, I guess, with this matchup. I'm going with the Ravens. I think the Steelers are going to get the first loss this week. Um, granted, I wouldn't be surprised if, this, <laughs> if the Steelers win, but I'm going with the with the Ravens. I don't think they have an answer for Lamar Jackson. Um, even though their defense is super super impressive and has is number one in the league, um, they did kind of scare me in the second half of last week's game against Tennessee. Uh, Tennessee was able to make the adjustments, and they just didn't look as solid as you know they did in the first half. So. I think so. With someone like Lamar Jackson on the other side, um, who's a playmaker, when the ball's in his hand, and the ball's always in his hand, so I don't think they'll have an answer for him. Even if they get pressure on him, he's able to escape. So, and then I don't know if Yannick Ngakwe is playing for the Ravens. I don't think so. But that defense is still super impressive, and I don't think I'm not expecting a big game from any of the receivers. So, if they were to win, it would have to be on the back of Con uh, James Conner or whoever's at running back. And I don't see that happening. So, Ravens are going to give the Steelers their first loss of the season, and that's my prediction. Yeah, I I think I I agree 100%. I do got the Ravens winning this one. Um, two very good defenses playing uh, each other, but the key is Lamar Jackson. Is I mean, uh, they have a chance at slowing him down, but there's really no stopping him. I mean, they might have T.J. Watt as you know uh, a spy on him. Somebody who's constantly watching him, somebody who's probably maybe follow, even following him most of the game, uh, but almost, but uh, almost seeing a complete meltdown from them in the second half against the Titans last week, um, I think kind of gives the Ravens their blueprint to to what they have to do to beat them, um, and it's going to be very tough for the Steelers' defense to stop Lamar Jackson. Um, 
it's going to be a close game. I do think that um, the Steelers are going to have a tough time, like you said, getting their pass game going. So they're going to try to rely heavily on the run game, which I don't think is going to really bode well for them either. Um, so I do think it's going to be a close game. Um, but I got the Baltimore Ravens pulling out. It's going to be so hard for a team like the Steelers to remain undefeated, uh, especially going into a matchup against a division rival who is such a good team. Yeah, I, I um, so shifting over to our last key matchup of this of week eight, it's the 49ers versus the Seattle Seahawks. So Seattle uh, got their first loss last week in a crazy game. Uh, might just be game of the season. It was just that up and down. Had me out on the edge of my seat. Yeah, um, very good game. Very yeah, good and game. and it. Even though like Russell Wilson had three interceptions, it was still an impressive game by him, to say the least. Uh, but he he had three interceptions, and that's the main reason why they lost. Um, but the play the play of the year happened in that game with DK Metcalf running down Buda Baker. <laughs> so I no one like seen that happening, and it was just mind blowing. Um, so. The 49ers looked impressive last week um, playing the Patriots. We've said Patriots have struggled as of late, but the 49ers, I, I put that one more on the 49ers than I do the Patriots because that offense or that run game specifically was going crazy, but that defense wasn't making it easy, any easier on Cam and the offense for the Patriots. So, granted, they both played this week. Um, so, who do you have this week? Uh, I have Seattle, and I do think it's going to be a close one. I think uh, it's a little bit more, um, it's a little bit more foggy, uh, not knowing the status of Jamal Adams. I think it's a lot easier to say uh, Seattle if we know Jamal Adams is playing, but not knowing that yet uh, makes it a little bit tougher to pick them. But I go more, ba- I'm going more based off the inconsistencies of San Fran thus far this season. Obviously, they've looked a lot better uh, these past few weeks. Uh, but there's just a little bit too much inconsistencies from them, whereas there's there's not really we've not really seen uh, Seattle be too vulnerable this season. Um, and also after losing a very close game last week against the Cardinals, a division rival, I don't see them wanting to go out and lose another game losing back to back weeks. Um, so I'm going to choose Seattle. I think Russell Wilson is going to have a great game. Um, DK Metcalf was really quiet last week. I look for him to have a, a bounce back week. Um, obviously, Tyler Lockett went crazy um, last week. I look for crazy him. Crazy thing, the word to describe. <laughs> insane. Um, so that, that, boy, that boy went balls deep. I look for him. I look for him to uh, obviously keep uh, keep up his play as well because he was struggling uh, prior to this. Obviously, they had a bye week, but prior to that, he had two. Uh, not so great weeks uh, for what Tyler Lockett has been doing. So I just look back overall for that team to be better offensively. And to say look better offensively is still a little wild because they didn't look horrible. They just lost a close game. Um, And so I I look for them to pull out a close one rather than lose it this time. Yeah, this this one was hard. It's kind of hard to go against the Seahawks. Um, just because I don't expect Russell Wilson to throw three interceptions again. Yeah. Um, but like you said, it's kind of foggy with not knowing the status of Jamal Adams. And with that being said, um, I'm going with the 49ers this week. 
And the reason why is there's so many questions to that defense. They're not going to have Dunlap this week, so not expecting a pass rush. And the secondary without Jamal Adams is Swiss cheese. And <laughs> uh, in that case, I'm expecting a big game from Kittle. I'm expecting a big game from uh, Ayuk. And the run game, they've dealt with so many injuries at the running back position, but they always seem to, you know, be able to create a run game. And it's just yeah. mind-blowing. I think the X factor to this game is um, Jimmy Garoppolo. And if he can, you know, show up and not turn over the ball. As long as you don't turn over the ball, I think the 49ers will be fine. I, I, too. I, I do think, you know, it'll be a close one. I think the 49ers will edge them out. But I just think it's going to have come down to Garoppolo being able to, like, limit the turnovers. Like, you're playing a, a secondary who's not that good. So you shouldn't be turning over the ball that much. Um, yeah. So I do agree with you that I do expect DK Metcalf to have a bounce-back game. And I expect Russell Wilson to have a bounce-back game. I just don't trust that defense at the moment with the current personnel that they have. So, uh, or should I say personnel that, that healthy personnel that they have. So, um, I'm going to have the 49ers edge the Seahawks out. They're going to lose two divisional games in a row. And um, it's going to, you know, it's going to light a fire under their ass. It's going to show their front office to, hey, go go out and make some moves. It's, the offense looks good. It looks like we can win a Super Bowl, but the defense is, is lacking. And if you want to win a Super Bowl, they need to get better. Especially with the Tampa Bay uh, Bucks getting Antonio Brown and, you know, the Packers still being the Packers with their defense. And if they want to come out the NFC, they yeah, need to yeah. get better. Um, so, so we're going to shift over to our locks for this week, um, which, like I explained earlier in the episode, or earlier, not in the episode, but earlier in the video, uh, it's, it's a team that we for sure think will win this week. Um, and I guess I'll start. I'm going with the Philadelphia Eagles. And in a divisional game against the Dallas Cowboys. And the reason why is the Dallas Cowboys stink. <laughs> and since that going down, um, they haven't looked the same. Andy Dolan doesn't look like he's going to play this week, which is their third stringer playing. I don't even know his name. Don't even need to know his name. Don't expect him to win. Um I expect a big game from Carson Wentz, obviously, because that defense is terrible. Um, even though they don't really have that much weapons for him to throw to. I do expect Zeke to have a good game. But the thing is, it's going to be hard for him to even do well when the focus is going to be on him. Like, yes, they have the weapons on the outside, but they don't have the quarterback to get them the ball. And I feel like the third stringer might come out and surprise me in terms of how good he will look. But I don't think he will be good enough or he'll outdo. Uh, Carson Wentz to yeah. come out with the victory for the Cowboys this week. Um, my luck is actually against my team. It breaks my heart. Uh, but I'm choosing the Bucks against the Giants. Uh, and for good reason. Or, I don't know. Not so good reason. <laughs> I never fucking know with the Giants. Um, it's weird because they're my lock team, but I'm not expecting a blowout game. Okay. Watching this team every week, I don't know how they do it, but the Giants managed to play every team that's better than them so well. Um, yeah. They managed to get me excited every week. 
uh, managed to make me start believing in them again. Um, late in the games, they have an opportunity to win it, and then somehow, some way, blow it. Whether it be Daniel Jones fumbling it, throwing an interception, Evan Ingram dropping the ball. Um, so I'm not expecting a blow. I mean, it could be a blow. I just think, uh, and it's not even just the Giants. I mean, the, the, the Buccaneers' defense looks really good, looks top tier. They might like, look better better as the weeks go on. Exactly. I mean, their offense, even though it struggled early in the season, mostly because of the injuries, uh, Tom Brady's getting hot now. He just got A.B., who's probably going to start playing this week. Then um, he starts next week. He starts next oh, week. next week. Next week, sorry. Um, so, you know, even with the injuries, he's gotten hot. Their defense looks really good and has looked good even when the offense didn't. And like I said, just the Giants can't find ways to close the games out. Uh, and that's the story week in and week out. I mean, it's what I see week in and week out watching this team is staying close, making fans believe that they actually have an opportunity to win a game, and they just don't win the game. Um, so I am expecting a close game. I mean, I won't be surprised if it's a blowout, but I'm expecting it to be close because they managed to play up to competition every week. Um, I just know that they're not going to come out with that win. <laughs> just as much as it pays me to say it, it just. All right, so I guess we can move on uh, <laughs> to our upset of the week. Um, yes. And for my upset, I'm actually going to go with your favorite upset pick this season. I think you went, you went with them multiple times. I'm going to go with the Las Vegas Raiders against the Cleveland Browns. Both offenses ha seem to be ascending as we speak. Um, Baker had a great game, I guess you can say, last week. And they ended up winning. And, you know... It sucks that his one interception last week ended up in Odell getting hurt. And so Odell was essentially playing defense when he got hurt. But Baker seems to, you know, have a big game, you know, talk his smack to the media like, hey, I'm not washed. But then he follows it up with the game <laughs> where he looks washed and he looks like a scrub. So, yeah. and – I'm not expecting him to, to have a, a, a bad game, but I'm almost expecting it to happen. So, <laughs> but with the Raiders also, I'm, it's more around the Raiders, though. Um, the Raiders have looked impressive and in terms of their offense. Their defense, their pa it's not good, but their pass rush seems to you know be able to create some pressure. And I don't expect... The struggling for uh struggling Browns secondary um to stop Darren Waller. Darren Waller's a stud. I expect him to have a huge game. Josh Jacobs, I'm expecting him to, you know, bounce back because he hasn't been you know as good as people have hoped him to be this season. But I'm expecting him to have a big game. But Henry Ruggs, that's my X factor. Uh, he I think he's gonna have a huge game. Um. I don't know if Denzel Ward's going to be on him or Waller, but his speed alone is going to create separation. He's going to create some plays. I think John Gruden's going to get creative in getting him involved in the offense this week uh, just because the Browns don't really have any playmakers on defense outside of Denzel Ward and Miles Garrett. Um, so I'm expecting the Raiders in a high-scoring game. Well, high-scoring game for the Raiders. I don't know how much for the Browns. Because, like I said, Baker seems to be hot and cold each week. 
But if he comes back, if he comes out looking normal, high, it should be high scoring game. But I have the Raiders winning. Nice. Um, my upset might surprise you, uh, but I got the Pats against the Bills. Um, obviously, we know how well uh, the Bills have played this year, um, but we know what the Patriots are capable of. Um, they're obviously a good team. It's a division rival. They always play the, the, the Bills well. I mean, they've always been the best team in that division by far. Um, but I am expecting them to be carried by their defense this week, but also um, expecting that Cam Newton bounce back. I mean, he, he said it. Uh, he said it in the last few days, um, and he knows he's expected to be better. Um, he knows that, you know, New England is not happy with the way he's played uh, ever since him coming back. Obviously, he was benched for having a bad game. Like you said uh, earlier, he looked injured. You're not sure he was, but he he's looked he looks injured. Um, so I do expect that Kim Newton is going to have a big game. Um, but ultimately, I think their defense is going to be the difference in that game. I think their defense is going to carry them. I think uh, the Patriots know that right now they have to turn the season around. Uh, they're not a bad team by any means, um, even though they never have the talent that jumps out on paper. Um, they, if there's any team that's going to be able to turn a season around that they're having currently, which isn't a horrible season, um, especially so early, it's so easy to turn around, it's going to be this team. I mean, they have the coaching for it. They have enough talent for it. Um, so I do think that their defense is going to carry them up until they can get their weapons, uh, you know, get more weapons or get the players they have going. I don't know if I agree with you, but again, it's an upset pick. So that's how you, I do expect them to bounce back, or Cam Newton and the offense to bounce back. Um, their defense hasn't really looked that good this year at, compared to years past, but they do have Bill Belichick. So who knows what that mastermind is doing uh, behind the scenes to you know prepare. So I do expect a close game. I don't expect them the, to win. Um, primary reason why is because what we talked about in uh, – you know, this upcoming episode uh, where, you know, he doesn't really have any weapons. So, yeah, yeah, um, But I also do think the Bills have, um, although they're a very good team, I do think the Bills have cooled down. They, they, um, yeah, they, they, they have struggled in past couple weeks um, in comparison to what they looked like in, earlier in the season. Like, yeah. they just struggled to, you know, come out with the, the victory against the Jets. Yeah. So, like, that's why I'm saying it, I do expect it to be a close game. Do I expect the Patriots to win? No. But will I be surprised if they win? No. Um, so it's it's an upset pick. It's not like it's a lock pick. So, hey, you may be right. You may be wrong. Uh, you might go 5-0. You might not. We I'm shall see. <laughs> we might not. <laughs> you might. We might. Well, we shall see. I don't know if you'll go five and zero. I know I'm going five and zero. Oh wait, wait, I already um, went five and zero. I don't know about that one. Alrighty. So uh, if you want to see what how well we did, tune into our our uh, week nine um, NFL pick'em, which will be out next week. But tune into the games, see how well we did. I uh, hope you guys appreciated this video. If you do, make sure to hit the like button. Uh, hit the follow. If you haven't already, make sure to follow us on all social media platforms um, and go tune into our episode. As always, we appreciate you guys for tuning in. Until next time. You're talking about balls deep.
I'm talking about balls deep. We're talking about balls deep in love. I'm talking about balls deep. My boy's talking about balls deep. We're talking about balls deep in love. Yo, what's up, everybody? King Triple C here, the Olympic champ the flyweight champ, and the bantamweight champion of the world. In other words, the GOAT, the greatest of all time. Meh, that's right. Anyhow, I want to give a special shout-out to Devin and Jovan. I know you guys have started your podcast, Balls Deep, with Devin and Jovan. I want to congratulate you guys, and I want to tell everybody that's out there that doesn't know about them, so you guys follow them. Subscribe to them and you guys make sure to follow them on all your social media platforms because if you don't, you guys can bend knee to triple C.